Excuse? What are you studying, Jeff? What am, I, what am I studying right now? In school, yes. I mean, I'm studying law. Why are you studying law? You want to be a lawyer? Do I want to be a lawyer? Wait, you um, said you don't want to be a lawyer? No, I mean, I do. I do want to be a lawyer. I mean... Why do you want to be a lawyer? Because I have to do this. Do you really have to do this? I, I don't know. Like, I'm in, um, like, my 20s now, and I just figured mm -hmm. that I kind of know a little bit better about, like, what I want to do and stuff. But it's just, like, a lot of my friends know, like, the what they want to do and I... You see, most of us, especially if you live in the United States, have to choose a career before we can legally buy a beer. We have to decide when we are 17 or 18 or 19 what we want to do for the rest of our lives. I grew up in an Indian joint family. Now what this means is that we had 23 people living under one roof. I slept on a mattress lying on the floor next to my parents' bed which is probably why I'm an only child. I was the kid with tape on my glasses because they would break all the time. That was what my teenage life was. But I realize now that every now and then, life will you up to teach you a lesson. And there was a lesson that I was going to learn. Bill Gates had just completed a trip to India. So all over the news in Asia, it was about Bill Gates, the richest man in the world. And my granddad was fascinated by Bill Gates. I remember as he was driving, he turned to me and he said words that would change my life. He said, Vision, you must be rich like Bill Gates. You must learn computers. And so I started my career with the dream of becoming a computer engineer. I worked hard, I studied hard, I strove to get good grades. I was in denial though, because to be honest, I hated my classes. I would do just enough work so that I wouldn't get kicked out. I studied performing art. I got A's for performing art, but I never went down those paths because I would have disappointed my family. In my family, performing arts, photography, those are not real careers. Losers do them. In an Indian family, you're either an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, or a family failure. One day, in my junior year, Microsoft came to campus. They set up the boot, and all of us got to apply for the coveted Microsoft internship. Only 1% of computer science graduates in America would get that job at Microsoft. And I got it. I had made it. My grandfather, who at this point was dead, I knew if he was looking down on me, he would be so freaking proud. After being at that job for one and then two months, I woke up one night. Something fell off. The pivotal moment was about to come. A few days later, Bill Gates invited the entire batch of young Microsoft interns to his house. And we were in his front lawn, in his house, facing Lake Washington. The fellow interns who were part of our batch were there around Bill. He was shaking people's hands. He was telling them stories of the founding of Microsoft. But I couldn't go up to Bill. I couldn't shake his hand because in my mind, I knew that I was lying to myself and that I was lying to Bill. I shouldn't be there. I hated my job. I didn't want to be there. I was waking up day after day after day and every time the alarm clock would ring, I would go and hit the snooze button and then hit the snooze button again. And every day I spent in that office, I felt like my soul was being crushed. Often, our biggest lessons, Jeff, come from pain. They come from suffering. They come from moments where you feel that the world is unfair and the universe spits on you. You see, I didn't become an engineer 
for me, I became an engineer because at some point when I was a kid, my grandfather, with all his love, wanting me to be safe, wanting me to be rich like Bill Gates, implanted a belief in my head that that was what success looked like. I was probably the only person in that class who didn't shake Bill's hand. I decided I was going to quit. But then I decided, oh damn, if I quit, my parents are never going to forgive me. So I hatched a plan to get fired. I simply shut the doors to my office and I played Age of Empires all day until my manager discovered me and kicked me out. I was lucky. I was lucky that I discovered how horrendous life can be when you go down the wrong path. I was lucky I discovered that early. But so many of us manifest not what our soul wants us to experience, but what our culture wants us to experience. But the problem is, like a fish swimming through water who can't see that it is in a substance called water, we can't see that we are swimming in a tangled web of human ideologies. I found myself broke having to rent a two-seater sofa from a college kid in Berkeley. Two-seater so that my legs kind of hung off at night when I slept. On that two-seater sofa was everything I owned. To the outside world, that seemed completely irrational and stupid. I didn't dare tell my parents. I was trying to pull myself out. You see, sometimes when we follow our heart, it's not going to be easy. And that second lesson is, what is more important than the outside voices is the voice within. And the voice within was telling me to press on. So I started the company for 700 bucks. That's all it took. Started out in a Starbucks. And that's how the company and the life that I have today slowly started to form. And it took 10 years for everything to click. It didn't just work out perfectly. Remember, when you start doing the right thing, it's not like all of a sudden everything clicks and everything moves effortlessly. If that were true, you would not learn Jack. Your soul wants you to paint this beautiful picture of your own life, this original masterpiece. You decide where the reds go and where the blues go and where the yellows go. You decide that, but most people don't. Most people rather decide that they want their life to come from a photocopy machine. They want their life to be photocopied from the lives of the people around them. Their fathers, their mother, their grandparents, their teachers, what society says is right. And yes, you will be safe as a photocopy, but you will always risk that chance that you will wake up one day at the age of 40 wondering what the f happened to my life. Why do I hit the snooze alarm over and over and over again? So remember the movie The Matrix, when Neo was given the choice between the blue pill or the red pill. The blue pill would make him continue living life as it is now. The red pill would make him wake up. There is a red pill in life. Now, you can take the blue pill, you can do life the way everyone else is doing. And I bet that over time, if you do it well, life will get better and better for you. Some of you might take the red pill. I did that. Now when you take the red pill, when you choose not to follow the status quo, but to try to do your own thing, very often, this is what's about to happen. Your life will not have that same level of quality because you're doing things a little bit different. But eventually, things will click and you will end up significantly better off than the people who might follow the pre-planned, photocopied life that everyone else follows. Now, this is your choice. You can choose to do the blue line. 
or you can choose to do the red line. The only voice that you should really take seriously is that voice within. So, Jeff, come up here. Would you choose the blue pill? Jeff, the lawyer, and I'm sure there's good reason to be a lawyer. Or would you take a little bit more of a risk and choose the red pill? back family how's everyone doing out there this show is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes i hope it's yours if you're new to the impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family as always thank you for joining on this podcast show We shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know my slogan. Well, Mr. Fitz's slogan. We never rest in the middle. We always rest in the end. Three impact secret values I hope you get out of today's show is photocopy voice within and red pill enough talk family let's get to the meat of this you so you see family that clip that i played for you i sure i can i can relate so well you see reason why i can relate is because life has been twist and turns see that's why today's episode is entitled when our plans are interrupted when our plans are interrupted you see yesterday I was having a reflection because I got to thinking about how my life has continued to be interrupted see When I was in high school, I didn't get the best of grades. Matter of fact, I think my GPA was anywhere from 2.0 to 2.5, maybe. And I think I was averaging about 2.1. And sometimes it was even lower than that. And I was like, but what I enjoyed and what really just got me excited was when the teacher allowed me to be in front of the class, when the teacher allowed me to really engage and debate and discuss a topic or my, the acting class that I took, like I really enjoyed that, but I figured that those type of things wouldn't earn me an income or earn me an opportunity to be kind of what society judges you should be. So I 
went a different path. You see, when I realized when I got my ACT scores back and I think I scored, uh, it was either 13 or 12. I I can't remember, but it was extremely low uh, for the ACTs. And I said to myself, uh, I had a conversation with my mother and and my brother and he they were like you know won't you just go to the armed forces and i thought to myself well why not i don't have the best grades really not a good student Um, and it makes sense so without even telling them i secretly went to the army and air force headquarters in the in the city and i went to I showed up and they was like, hey, all right, you you want to sign up? I said, absolutely. They said, well, okay, well, you have to take this as some standardized test or whatever. So I took the test and I did horribly on the test. And the guy looked at me and was just like, you know, just come back or whatever um, in such such time. I don't remember. And as I'm driving home, I'm thinking to myself, I'll never forget this moment. I've never shared this before. I'm thinking to myself, they were, you know, what am I going to do with my life? You know, my friends, you know, are going off to college and, you know, they have the schools and destinations picked out and what they're going to do. I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. So I come back home and I just tell myself, well, you know what? Maybe it's not meant for me to go to college. There's nobody in my my family, you know, you know, everyone that's in my family that either they either went to went for a couple years or and dropped out or, um, you know, has an associate degree. How could I ever think that I would be able to do that? I mean, these people that I looked up to in my family smarter than me. So I just figured it didn't make sense for me to even go and, and attempt that. So then an opportunity did come when I was able to go to school. And so I took advantage of it. And the irony of it all was I did extremely well in college versus high school. And I was confused. Why? Why am I excelling in college versus high school? And see, a lot of the curriculum that I was taking, a lot of the the business classes, we had to do reports. We had to be able to work as a team. And then we would have to get up there and articulate our message and convince the students in the class on our particular message. And I would always volunteer or people would volunteer me to speak. And I was like, why do they keep volunteering me? Or why am I, I must be the crazy one. And I remember the reason why I did that family is because I enjoyed the stage. I enjoyed being able to read the audience and coming to a, coming to a point where it got to a point where I would prepare so much that I didn't even have notes because I wasn't, I was speaking to where the audience was at. So if I started going down a particular way and I'm looking at the audience and they start kind of moving to the left, as far as you can kind of tell that, yeah, they're not really feeling this. I'll start cracking a joke and start making them laugh or I'll do something. And 
vest has been sort of kind of like, well, if I'm being actual, that has been my journey. You see, the reason why I've told you guys this before, the reason why I left Michigan wasn't because I didn't love Michigan. I love Michigan. It was just the fact that I I looked around me and I was just, I, I wanted more out of life. I wanted more as far as where the money truly was, was in the factories. And I was thinking to myself, when I did do that internship, I was exhausted. I was like, that internship for me showed me and it made me appreciate people that worked in factories because that, I think it was like two to three months that whole summer. I literally was just, I was just like, nah, this, this is not for me. And so I've, 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 when I told you I was reflecting, I looked, I'm looking over my journey of my life and I just keep, I was asking myself, why have I taken these jobs and why have I taken these opportunities? My brother had told me one day, he was just like, you know, you're always trying to sell me something. And I was like, what do you mean? He was just like, you are a true entrepreneur and until you make the decision to know who you are, you're going to keep wandering around. Uh, what do you, what do you mean? Keep wandering around? Well, you see what it is. See is, is that I, as a, as a young boy, I would go and rake leaves. I would go and shovel snow to earn money. And then from there, I noticed that even when I was in college, I was, I was selling DVDs, you know, I was selling snacks, I was selling music, I was selling, you know, uh, anything that I could have an opportunity to earn additional money as far as a side hustle, I was doing it because of the fact of I enjoyed the opportunity, first of all, to have have my own money and not have to go to my parents and ask them for money. But number two, it was just the customer interaction. And it wasn't and I was always about being fair because I didn't want just to sell you something on a transaction. I wanted you to have an experience. I wanted you to be as a, a repeat customer because they are the best customers. So family, when I, I knew that this is what I enjoy, like I got excited about that interaction and, and just talking with people. That's why people say, oh, you're an extrovert. But what they really don't know is I am really, truly an introvert as far as I am quiet at home. But when I am around people, that energy gets me going to a point where I'm able to be at a point of just opening up and you can put me in any place and I will be the first to volunteer to say who wants to come up on stage and speak. And I'll say myself because I am not afraid to be embarrassed. I am not afraid to learn through my embarrassment and see while everyone is sitting back and not taking that risk because they don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to be critiqued. I am the one that is, is benefiting from that. So I ask you family, what have you been hiding from because of the fact of your plans may been have been interrupted. See, you may have thought 
that you wanted to be a teacher because your mother was a teacher or your father was a teacher or your grandmother was a teacher or somebody in your family was a teacher. And now you're realizing now that you're in this particular space that this is not this is not what you wanted. You've only done it to appease and please the people around you. But this is not who you truly are. See, family, we struggle with this is because of the fact of we want to fit in. It's easier to fit in than it is to stand out, because when you stand out, you separate yourself from that inner circle of people. And what we know is that it's sometimes, as they say, is lonely at the top. When we unpack that video, that video for me tugged on my heart a lot because in life I made decisions based off of the circle instead of outside of the box. Ooh, I think I like that. Let me unpack that. So when I said I made decisions inside the circle, meaning I took safe opportunities because it made sense because it it gave me an opportunity to be safe. Because when I stood outside the box, I didn't like that feeling, that feeling of feeling rejected, that feeling of feeling like, man, what are you doing? You know, you need to be doing this, that feeling of people not wanting to talk to me or speak to me because I decided to take the risk and take and and make the commitment of I want it more out of life. When I made the commitment to go get another degree. I lost out on the opportunity to go to parties with friends. I lost out on the opportunity to enjoy what they call a balanced lifestyle because all I was doing was being committed to earning that particular degree. And then when I learned what I learned, I was sick. And besides the fact, because I'm looking at people in positions higher than me, and some of them don't even have a degree. And some of them with the degree, but not a degree higher than mine, they got there from different reasons, which I still to this day don't know, but I don't care. The point that I am trying to make family is when our life gets interrupted. See, my life has been interrupted over and over again. When I thought that this is the path that I should go, all of a sudden it, it keeps bringing me back here. It keeps directing me back here. Where is here? Here is being, being a voice. See, sometimes we are so afraid to be who we're called to be that we run from our calling. See, our calling is the purpose that drives us. See, I don't want to be in a place where I feel vulnerable, vulnerable where you can attack me in a way of saying, well, how can you be positive? And how you remember when this happened? You remember when that happened? See that that's that those old stories down Yellow Brick Road. Or let me rephrase that those old stories of things you used to do, those things, th- those things that y- how you used to be that person who used to act a certain way. See, they want to bring you backwards when you're trying to move forward, when your plans, when our plans are interrupted. I've been interrupted so many times, family, where I knew this is what I wanted. I knew I wanted to be a project manager with every bit of me. I know it was so true, but I still kept recording videos. I still kept recording audio. I was only doing it then when I found out that because I was good at it, you know, enough to earn a living in, but I 
but really got me going or what really got me excited was the opportunity to actually record videos to put out information, but I would hide my face. I would hide who I was behind the mic because I didn't want people to know that behind the scenes, what I was doing was I was studying personal development. I was studying business and I would get so excited about those things. That's all I really wanted to talk about, but I had to find a way to fit in. And the way to fit in is I would talk about things that uh, really wasn't what I really wanted to talk about because I was afraid if I let people know who I really am as far as I really love life. I really love that aspect of growth. I love the aspect of learning how to become going from good to great. I was afraid that people wouldn't get it. You see, that fear has caused a lot of people not to be who they're called to be. So family, I have finally told you, I always tell you guys this over and over because I want to imprint this in your brain is something is going to happen that's going to spark your interest. When I told you the story, when I heard it, when a man said he went to a doctor just for a common routine check and was told you only got X amount of of months and years to live. He made a decision at that point that what he was currently doing, he no longer wanted to do. He wanted to go ahead and go do what he wanted to do and chase. So if he wa- he wanted to be a speaker, so he just went ahead and started putting out content and doing everything possible before he was he before it was his time to go. See, family, I don't want to get to that point before it's my time to go. So. Things you have to do when when you know that you have a calling on your life and you're still trying to walk between the, the, the middle, the 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 middle or the gray area instead of just jumping all in what you have to do, family. I'm going to tell you, have you ever uh, went swimming or you ever had the shower be cold and you like waiting for it to warm up or, or whatever? Sometimes you just got to jump in. Sometimes you just got to go in and let the chips fall where they may. See, the whole purpose of this is to get better sets and reps, sets and reps. See, this is what helps you become great. See, you won't become great if you're unwilling to go through the process. I'm not going to lie. The process, this process has not been fun. I was watching and I was looking at someone that actually uh, I admire and they had just hit 100 episodes. And I'm thinking to myself, man, they've been doing this for two, you know, two, three years or, or so. And they just now hit 100 episodes. I'm like, wow. I've been hit a hundred episodes. Aha. I have to keep working. So that's why family, you get an episode five days a week, because for me, this is practice for me. This is growth for me. This is an opportunity to show you that if you make a decision, you still can do what you want to do. As far as if you have a full-time job, as I do, you still can do that while you're working on your craft. But I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy for me getting up at three or four o'clock in the morning to do all the things that I want to do for myself, as far as working out, as far as my, my, my prayer life, as far as my 
personal development life and then get on the mic and put together put together a show that has that is quality not quantity and every time I put it out and hoping that I get some type of feedback in which it it works for you and if that don't work I got to go back again and keep coming and keep coming until eventually I'll find a, my voice to a point where I don't need to impress you I can impress upon you the fact that you enjoy the content that I'm putting out. I like what Kevin Hart said. He said, be the example and not the problem. See, I want to be an example that you can start anywhere in your life. Everyone uses that reference of the guy that started KFC, that he was 60 plus years old. I think that was, I think he's 60. I think it was 64, 60. I can't remember. And that shows you that it's never too late to start. But you have to make the decision if you're willing to start. You have to make the decision if you're willing to make the commitment. Because a lot of times people are excited about, okay, this is what I want to do. And then all of a sudden, They pull back and like, nah, I just don't feel like it today. See, that's why I talk about focusing on the voice within. Because if you don't focus on the voice within, people's voices exterior that gets inside of you will always be able to take over because you're trying to appease and please them. And, but when you get to that point, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll start listening to that voice. And that voice will be so loud and clear. You'll say, well, where was this at the whole time? It was there with you, family. It was just up to you to finally sit and listen. See, what happens is, is that we study everybody else except ourselves. We study people that we admire so much that we forget we need to study ourselves. We should be taking 10 to 15 minutes at, at minimum to look at ourselves and see what do I like? What don't I like? And you'll probably realize it more and more. You know, they always talk about uh, the, the the whole lottery aspect of things. Hey, if you hit the lottery, what was you doing? That right there should be your roadmap. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm not one of them, those type of people to say, quit your job. Nine to fives are garbage. And hope, no, I'm not. We, we're not going to go down that route. But I do give context around it to say, well, Everything, everything is a business when it comes to business, period. And see, those are the things I didn't learn. I, I, as I told you before, family, I learned through the hard knock life of, uh, of, of going through certain things, being stabbed in the back and thinking, well, you know, you ask my my thoughts and my opinion and I gave it to you and then it's used against me because now it was never about that. You really wanted to see if it was if you can get more out of me and hold me accountable. And you think this role that you are in is that you own the company and you don't. You're just as expendable as I am. You say, well, 
where am I going with this? Let me tell you where I'm going with this. Family, we have to stop resisting who we've been called to do. If you want to be, if you want to create a cooking show, dog on it, go create you a cooking show. But there's going to be some sacrifices involved. You got to be willing to step out and allow people to critique you and still keep going regardless of what they say. Because it's not about them, it's about you. And that for me, that lesson alone, whew, that has taken me a long time to, to learn. And I want to give you guys the shortcut of that. Because I think about every, every potential risk that people say that I've taken. It was always with the mindset of saying, it always got to the point when I've had enough when I just got tired and I said, listen, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. This is my plan. And I get frustrated with myself every time I think about it is because I'm like, why do I have to get to a point of being stepped on, stepped on, stepped on? And then finally I was like, all right, this is what we about to do. And when I tell you, I get so focused i mean there is it wouldn't be a bird could have came in and and flew and landed on my um on my uh, on on the back of my back or sat on my shoulders i mean and i wouldn't even know because that's how zero focused i am it, that i am and it, it it i always wonder i'm like why why how come i can do that when when things happen like that's why i always talk about michael jordan and and kobe's mindset because when people would print things about them or say things uh, uh, about them i mean they went out there and just just went to work on the basketball court and that's how i am when things happen when people say things i'm like oh really Oh, so you telling me we not going to you gonna give all these people a raise? You're not gonna okay. So strategic. Then I go into straight strategic mode, and I'm like, okay, well, I understand where we stand at. So now I have to make a decision, and I always say to myself, why do I allow it to even go that far? But what happens is, is that your life will, you could be thinking like, oh, I'm going to be at this job forever. And it could be interrupted because now they bring in somebody else that wants to change the whole dichotomy of the department or the company. So family, if there's something that you've been kind of dibbling and dabbling with, I say go after it. I say take the time to learn it. I'm taking the time to learn speaking. And each day I get on the mic, I have an opportunity to continue to get better. I don't care if if I don't touch everybody because my, my goal and my purpose is not, this is not for everybody. And I know that. But I want to help people that are tired of being sick and tired. I want to help people that know there's more inside of them than than what they're actually revealing. And I want to help pull that out of them. I want them to understand that if you make a decision and you stick with that decision, that doesn't mean that that decision can sometimes, you know, take you in a different direction. 
So when I tell you, family, to keep fighting, to keep looking for things you want to do, you'll be surprised what you run into. If you love creating videos, you may find out you may love the editing part more than creating. And then all of a sudden that that may be able for you to create a side hustle where you can edit videos for people. But we have to get out here and experiment. You have one life. What is wrong with experimenting on the side of looking for things that you're interested in? And learning through the whole process. And then at the end of it, if if you don't like it, great. But look what you've become because you decided to do it. You decided not to go watch the football game and you decided to actually work on the thing you're interested in. You decided to read instead of watch TV when you when you go to bed. Now look how your words are you are able to articulate a little bit different than somebody else. The information you decided to invest in yourself by purchasing a course and finding ways to grow yourself through that course. So I challenge you, family, I really, truly do, because if if you don't if you don't challenge yourself, somebody else will. So wouldn't it make sense for you to go and challenge yourself? Wouldn't it make sense for you to continue to better yourself? Wouldn't it make sense for you to find ways to push yourself to the to to greatness instead of just settling? Aren't you tired of settling? I know I am. So that's why I have no problem. With my plans being interrupted because I know that this is a new opportunity for me and it's up to me to take advantage of it. So family, I want to share this last piece and I'm done. I promise I'm done. I've been telling you for a while that the YouTube channel is coming. So over the weekend, I shot, uh, I think it was 12 videos, 12 videos, and I really wanted to shoot 35. And what I realized was, is that, yes, I want to get to 35, but what I have to do is you don't get on, when you start out running, you don't say, well, I'm about to go run a marathon. No, you say, you know what? I'm just going to run around the block. Okay, I'm able to do that for a week. Now I may run. Now I may run. Now I may run a half a mile, then a mile. So you build a progression. And my problem is, is what I've learned is, is that sometimes I, I I get so excited about the opportunity. I do the maximum of what everyone because I'm I want to work. I work everybody, but in order to outwork everybody, you have to start one step at a time. And that was the lesson that I learned this past weekend because I got up at 1 a.m. And you're going to see this because I'm documenting everything because I want to make sure that there's somebody out there that's watching me and they're saying and they're watching what I'm doing and how I'm going about doing it. And I want to make sure that I can inspire them to let them know, don't let somebody deter you from your dreams. If you want to become an entrepreneur, if you want to become a professional speaker, whatever that thing is for you. You can do it. It's just going to take it's going to take effort and it's going to take studying and it's going to take the willingness to give up regardless of what happens while you're minimizing distractions. So, again, I'm documenting everything. So, like I said, I were able to shoot 
two, I mean, excuse me, 12 videos. And um, the goal is to put out three a day. Uh, I was supposed to be editing right now, uh, but I got a little, again, excited on the mic. So after I finish this, I'm going to go shoot my um, IG stories and then go ahead and edit these these three videos and put them out and keep working. The goal after six weeks is to get up to 36 videos. I know I said 35, but always want to add one on top. Because if I'm putting out three videos a day, seven days a week, I am outworking what I thought I was able to do and staying consistent with it. I've been your humble host, E.D. This has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. I hope that you learned something today, family. What I liked is about this is that in life you can take the red or the blue pill. That's why The Matrix was one of my favorite movies. Remember, if you take the red pill, you will be on the outside of the box, of the group. You take the blue pill, yeah, you can fit in. But are you going to be happy? So I decided to take the red pill because I was never good at fitting in. That's why I stand out. My name is E.D. And this has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. Thank you.